Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Ah, uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Fantasy. Today's episode is brought to you by Flex Fantasy, and they want me to relay a message to you that they have cracked open the game of fantasy football to all. When you sign up for a free account and download the Flex Fantasy app, you can import all your teams from all your leagues across multiple platforms that you play on. Spice up your fantasy playing experience by challenging league mates or strangers off the street to a fantasy matchup no matter how or where they play. And put your money where your mouth is by placing a wager on your head-to-head matchup. It doesn't matter if you are on Yahoo and your opponent is on Sleeper. You can import your teams to Flex Fantasy to face off. You can even make wagers on who you think will win between other challenges besides your own. So sign up for a free account and download the app to try it out at flex.fan. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. It's time to make the donuts, baby. It's a cashing Friday here with the MD's Fantasy Football Show. Thanks for tuning in live on our YouTube channel. Please subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we have new content available to you guys. Check us out live on bellyup.tv. If you missed an episode, that's okay. Download the Foxy Network app on your LG, Samsung, Roku, or Amazon Fire TV devices and look for the Billy Up Sports TV category. You can catch all of our episodes there. Or you just stay up to date with the show when you're on the go and download us on your favorite podcast app. We're widely available to you. Please give us a five-star review because it greatly helps out the show. As always, I'm your host, Dan Mater. Not sure where Chris is here to start the show. Hopefully, we'll be getting him on soon. Oh, he just messaged me. So he's trying to log on as we speak. So we'll have him in here in probably a few minutes. But it is a cashing Friday, which means we got the DFS lineups that we're going to talk about here, try to win you guys some money. Also have our free DFS contest for you guys to join, which is in the comments if you're in the YouTube section. It's also on our social media pages at Show. This is the second to last week to be able to sign up and compete for an autographed Jameson Williams Alabama jersey. That's right. The second to last week. So the DraftKings lineup, the DraftKings tournament, I should say, is one of the one way that, one of the ways to do it for free. The other way to be able to do it is by going to flex.fan slash bellyupff. Join one of the challenges. The direct challenge link is in there, but you want to register first at flex.fan slash bellyupff. You take on the MDFF show. You win head-to-head in a best ball matchup with a league or a team that you drafted in a sleeper or Yahoo league, and you will get a chance to get your name into the raffle at the end of the month, too. So those are the two ways that you can enter the contest and potentially win. Last week, and Chris will be able to tell us this, last week, Chris actually won our DraftKings tournament, So, and nobody beat me on the Flex Fantasy side. So that's why we didn't have any contestants 
So we're only have the contestants from the first two weeks of October. So that means odds are ever in your favor if you try to actually beat us right now for that James Williams signed Alabama jersey. Yeah, good job, Chris, by uh, winning last week. Yeah, I'm not allowed to win. I wish I could. I definitely would try to get my hands on this prize if I couldn't be out there. So, yeah, guys. So, Timex2132, they were the winner of the September giveaway. It was the John Randall jersey. I have tried consistently to get a hold of Timex2132 through multiple platforms. If we cannot get a hold of them by the end of October, I am going to put the John Randall jersey back up on the market for the month of December because I've already locked down. I'm not going to announce what it is today, but I have already locked down the giveaway for the month of November. So Timex2132, I want to give it to you. You want it outright. I want to give you the John Randall jersey. Get back to us. Hit us up on social media at BillyUpMDFF Show or on DraftKings where I sent you a message at social. Uh, go ahead and check that out. But that that's how the thing is. You guys win. I want to be able to give these jerseys to you guys. So let's... Uh, <laughs> let's, let's do that. I want to be able to give them out. I have them right here in the office, right here in the studio. They're, they're ready to go. So yeah, the Jameson Williams Jersey sign up for that. And we'll get you guys going there next week. Or I'm sorry, two weeks will be the wheel of names, which will give out the October giveaway. That's right. Cause next week is still the last week for October for you guys to get in. All right. Now that Chris is actually in the building, we got our DraftKings lineups to go through. So, Chris, let's go ahead and dive into yours. Let's start off with your quarterback position. Where, where were you going with with these with this tournament lineup this week? Yes, yeah, so I'm starting off with an oldie but a goodie for this season, but a cheap guy, Geno Smith, taking on the Chargers. I know a lot of people weren't excited what they saw last week, um, but I'm loving the matchup versus the Chargers this week. Not an Arizona team that's playing, you know, keeping the scores low for everybody to play for somehow. Um, this, this game has a chance to kind of be explosive. Gino, $5,700 price tag, trying to build my team around my quarterback. I like it, paying up for it. I decided to pay down. This is probably one of the first weeks so far this season that I went cheapo at the quarterback position. I went all the way down to $5,400 and picked up Matt Ryan. It's not pretty. I don't want to watch the game. But at the end of the day, Matt Ryan, the box score, 300 yards and two touchdowns pretty consistently. Tennessee Titans, the worst, second to worst team, excuse me, against the quarterback position and letting it all uh, let it all hang out against the wide receivers. That's why I love Matt Ryan this week in a tournament play. Yeah, now that Tennessee's coming off a bye, that secondary's been questionable at best the whole season long. Um, I think that's something you definitely have to kind of keep your focus on. Tennessee's definitely a team that's been struggling versus the past, you know, all season long. Tennessee has not stopped anybody. Matt Ryan's been throwing with a tremendous volume, so it's a good matchup. What about your RB1? Well, going with a guy that kind of showed me the RB1 potential last week, and I'm sticking with the backfield. I'm going with Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker taking a Chargers team that only gives up a lot of passing yards. They give a lot of rushing yards. We saw that Chuck run all over his team. We've seen different teams throughout the season run all over the team. Well, it's now Kenneth Walker's turn, so I'm going Kenneth Walker. Another nice cheap price tag of $5,800, so Gino 56 Walker 58 starting off nice and cheap for myself right now. Uh, yeah, I, I got Kenneth Walker, too. It's interesting. Uh, Kenneth Walker's my RB, too, by the way. It is interesting that you're going with a quarterback and running back combo. Not a very common thing in these tournament plays. That's not, but the price tag is what kind of stuck out to me. You know, Unless you're paying the top, top dollar for a Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, as you alluded to, the Matt Ryan $5,400 you know, price tag, is equivalent to what you're getting basically from the quarterback three or quarterback four each week. Um, so I look at, you know, how inconsistent the quarterbacks have been. I'm looking for a guy who has a good floor. I'm going to stick with that and kind of build around it. Uh, we got a question coming in from uh, DD Red Solo Cup 32. Does Eli Mitchell become a more valuable handcuff than Alexander Madison now in redraft? Uh, yes and, well, no, not yes. Either the same or no. Uh, he's not going to be more valuable than Alexander Madison. Madison's a one-for-one proved that he can, you know, be every bit uh, just as much as Dalvin Cook to this point. But the the reason why I say it's it's on the side of no slightly for me, uh, Eli Mitchell's not going to be back until sometime in November. So right now, I don't even know why he'd be rostered unless you're stashing him as a handcuff to Christian McCaffrey. When he does come back, yeah, of course, he's a very valuable handcuff to have to CMC, but that's about it. So I would say eh, either the same or no. Yeah, I think, you know, CMC has definitely been hurt, getting hurt the last couple of years, so you're always interested in his backup. 
But it's as you alluded to, it's an eye for an eye in one situation with Madison for Cook. But in the 49 situation, we see usually there's multiple guys kind of involved in that backfield, including Jeff Wilson Jr., who kind of had the backfield to himself. So I think Elijah Mitchell is going to be the guy. He'll be one of the guys. So I think in a sense, I think that Madison is the stronger handcuff. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. All right, so your RB1 was Kenneth Walker, which is my RB2. My RB1 for DraftKings this week is Josh Jacobs. He's my RB1 overall. I got the graphic right here to prove it to you guys. So, of course, the guy who's only $6,500 as my RB1 overall is in my DraftKings lineup. Duh. Yeah, I mean, how can you not have that guy RB1 overall, as you pointed out? Super cheap, great price tag. I mean, how can you go around that? I think it's an excellent excellent value and good pick. Who's your RB2 then? So I'm going to go back to the well again. We'll see if it kind of dries up on me, but I'm going to Brees Hall. Uh, no, Denver's defense is pretty good. They've been you know, definitely a, more of a pass funnel defense, but while this guy's been hot, one of the better running backs you could have at the cheap price tag still of fifty, um, sorry, of $6,200, uh, a guy that I think has one of the few guys who can be involved in the pass game and the running game, so I like Brees Hall this week. Uh, I, I like that for tournament play. I like that for tournament play because since he's played against Denver, I do think he becomes a contrarian play. And we know with Brees Hall, it just takes one play for him to bust it, no matter who he's playing against. Now, in head-to-head, I don't know if I like it as much because his ceiling is a bit limited by the tough matchup against Denver. But in tournament play, that's a decent contrarian play to go with. And I kind of like where you went with there. I like the PPR value, too, in this league, or in this scoring uh, format, because with the guy who's been involved heavily in the passing game, we're not really sure how much receivers are going to be used. We're not even sure when the receivers are going to be out there this week. But we know that he will be and has been the guy that's been prioritizing the ball for all season long. Keep it rolling, Chris. What's your wide receiver one? So I'm going to go with Amon St. Brown. Welcome back. Uh, I know yeah. the last game people kind of started him year before his bye. They were kind of disappointed. That was just stupid if you played him. I don't know why he did. Uh, he's going to be completely healthy now. This guy has been pretty much unfallible other than Cooper Cup, uh, Stephon Diggs. So below those two top-tier guys, here's a guy who's been kind of just flying on the radar the last two years. Gets targeted the crazy person. Oh, by the way, both the receivers are injured again this year, this week. So St. Brown's probably going to see a lot of targets. We still have a guy that they featured a lot when he was the only target last year. I'm excited about this week. Uh, yeah, and there's a really good chance that uh, the garbage time will be very, very strong with the Detroit Lions in the second half of this game, too. So that always bodes well for St. Brown, uh, I think. Uh, how about Michael Pittman? He's my wide receiver one this week. I'm, I, I'm always going to stack the quarterback and receiver. That's just always going to happen. I'm always going to go for that upside. And when you're playing against Tennessee Titans, why not? By the way, Pittman, $7,400 right now. Look like I got back on track with Ryan a little bit. I'm expecting double-digit targets, if not double-digit receptions, out of Michael Pittman this week against the Tennessee Titans. And that's my cheap, volatile stack of the week. Nice. I like it very much. Well, I'm going to skip to my third receiver then if we're going to talk about the Colts since you have so many Colts guys on your team. I'm going on the other side of Michael Pittman. I'm going to go with Alec Pierce, $4,600, taking on a Tennessee team that we keep harping on, harping on, because they give up lots of big plays. And what does Alec Pierce do? He gets down the field. He's been getting targeted lately, six, seven targets per game. I'll take that chance. The guy who's utilized the red zone and also big play threat. Uh, yeah, I thought about putting Alec Pierce in. When I put Michael Pittman, I was like, all right, that's 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 too many calls. I mean, Matt Ryan's not going to throw the ball. It is Matt Ryan. Again. You know, for two weeks in a row. So I was like, all right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna quite do that. But I do like the value of an Alec Pierce here. We got a question coming in uh from a first time viewer. So welcome in uh Sequilliam Garvez. Ex- forgive me if I'm I'm not pronouncing that correctly. Uh one of y'all thoughts on the flex position, Christian Kirk against the Giants or Robinson Jr. against the Packers. Kirk seems to have declining as of recent. Look. I know Brian Robinson got 17 carries. I know he ultimately fell into the end zone against the Chicago Bears. However, Ron Rivera came out right away and said, we got to get Antonio Gibson a little bit more involved. Well, I don't really like Ron Rivera as a coach, but they tend to do what he suggests in the press during the week. So if we cut down Brian Robinson's carry load a little bit this week, you're praying he falls in the end zone. The target share for Christian Kirk over the past couple of weeks should get corrected. And here's the other thing. Kirk will line up in the slot. The Giants are vulnerable when it comes to the slot. Despite the fact their defense has been playing over their heads, they are still vulnerable when it comes to the slot position. I have Christian Kirk still as a wide receiver, too, with some upside. I expect him to be better this week than he had been. And last week, remember, even though it wasn't pretty, he still wound up with a touchdown 
anyway. So Christian Kirk, $20 million man. He has to get featured a little bit more than what we've seen. Maybe he's not the guy from the first three weeks that we saw, but he's definitely better than what we've seen the last three weeks. Well, I think in between those, you know, last week might be there for the start, but the first other two weeks, it was all Trevor Lawrence. The guy was open. I mean, he had targets. He's being yeah. in the shares, as you alluded to, and his quarterbacks are missing the passes. So I think you go back to the guy who's been open most of the season, who's been featured, as you alluded to, the $20 million man, but also a team that, you, you know, the Jacksonville's got to move the ball this week. And a team's going to, you know, be blitzing a lot like the Giants are, looking for your hot read, looking for that guy. It's going to be Christian Kirk. So I think Christian Kirk's a nice value this week. The guy I had in my lap. It's much safer, I think, than Brian Robinson, as Dan alluded to. God knows what you're going to get this Washington team week to week. Right. Bingo. Uh, let's talk about my wide receiver, too, getting back to our DraftKings lineups. And uh, Chris, I'm on the other side of your St. Brown. I took C.D. Lamb, which I couldn't believe was at $6,800. Dak Prescott is back. More of the field becomes available to him as a result to that. Plus the Detroit Lions. And since Mike Gallup has been back, C.D. Lamb has been living in the slot. I love that against Detroit, especially. Yeah, fire me up some C.D. Lamb this week. Well, I did have C.D. Lamb in my lineup, and I kind of okay. outthought myself. And we're going to see how it's going to work out. Uh, the reason I backed out was because I remembered who's going to be quarterback this week. It's Dak Prescott. Well, C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott just don't seem to be in the same page for some stupid reason. Oh, it's but, one so I game, see that, three and a half hey, quarters. And last year was the same thing. It hasn't been really great between the two of them. We look at the yeah. play percentages. C.D. Lamb has not been over 1,000 yards not, and 120 targets. I, I don't know. He was. Uh, well, the 120 targets is a big part of why he go over 1,000 yards. That's, I think that's how yeah. it happens. The efficiency wasn't there. But that's what I'm going to allude to. And I think that's where we'll see. And it could be a good play. I backed out of it this week. I want to see what that press that's going to be first before I kind of bank on him again. So I, I'd like to play, but it was something that I didn't, I did back out. I changed mine to T Higgins. Uh, T Higgins yeah, taking like $64, taking on an Atlanta Falcons team that we just saw Brandon Ayuk uh, have two touchdowns first and have over 100 yards, or I'm sorry, 98 yards. So I think it's an opportunity for Higgins to kind of a big game. I know Chase got a, you know, the big breakout last week. We were super excited about him. We know he's going to get a lot of attention. Higgins is healthy now. Higgins is back out there. I love the price tag. Yeah, it, him especially being able to practice in full and being completely off the injury report definitely makes you feel pretty good. Where you know I, We'll have to see what defenses do, but if they're going to keep leaning the cover towards Jamar Chase, we saw when Higgins is healthy, he has a tendency to take advantage of that. So, yeah, I like to play there with T. Higgins, especially against the Atlanta Falcons. And then this is where I had to start. I just started saving money at some point, and this is where I started to do that. DeAndre Carter comes in for me at $3,700 as my wide receiver three. Now, I want to put a caveat out there. If Keenan Allen does wind up playing, I may I may pivot off this. But with this Sunday reception that Keenan Allen does not play, they let him rest through the bye week. There's no Josh Palmer. There's no Don Parham because they're going to be out with concussion injuries. Gerald Everett and DeAndre Carter are going to live over the middle of that field. I, DeAndre Carter at $3,700, that's a value I'm not passing up. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, I think it was week two or week three. They had a nice connection to, to, to uh, Herderbert and him. Um, a guy that could utilize the most in the short passing game and the deep play. Uh, a guy who can make make things happen. So I think it's a nice play. Nice home run threat in a sense for a cheap price tag, but you're going for the upside. And a lot of people will have him in their lineups, but a guy that can boom for people who aren't going to have him in their lineups and they could pay off. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, who's your tight end? Well, sticking to that game, because you just alluded to one guy you said in that conversation was Gerald Everett. So, I mean, $4,000 of all weapons are missing, as you alluded to. He's been getting peppered with targets as it is. Uh, tight ends are hard to find that are good that you can play. So, I'm going with the guy who's been consistently good, has a, a, a target vacuum for an opportunity right now. So, I'm going with Gerald Everett, $4,000. 
Uh, we have the same tight end because <laughs> I went with the same four thousand dollars for Joan Everett, considering the circumstances with who may or may not be out, plus the matchup. The Seattle Seahawks, the worst team against tight ends. Yeah, it's hard not to play Joan Everett right now. And, you know, maybe people might be off of him a little bit because he's had a rough couple of weeks. That changes. I said that was coming because Donald Parham was going to be back. He was going to be splitting work. Well, he's gone. So he's gone again. So Joe Everett, fire him up. There's no reason not to at $4,000. And for Seattle, 32nd versus the tight end position. Yeah, well, yeah. That's what I said. It's like the worst, gift worst of all gifts for tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> gifts yeah. of all gifts. Um, well, uh, you, too, you might as well just go to yours because you actually named my flex option earlier as your RB1, uh, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs okay. is my is my flex option. So as your RB1, I have my flex. As you, t- you pointed out, RB1, price tag, upset. Well, my flex is probably most people's RB1s. I went with Leonard Fournette at $7,700 playing Carolina. Carol- I don't know how Carolina is going to move the ball. And as a result, Tampa Bay... If this was years past, I would say Tampa Bay would just keep their foot on the pedal. They would just be aggressive the whole time. But um, they haven't really been able to get on the same page, uh, no matter who they're playing. So I'm going to go with, like, Leonard Fournette's just going to close this game out for him. And also, we know that he gets his fair share, and, of course, the ground game and and the passing game. Rashad White's not pigeonholing him. So, yeah, give me Leonard Fournette in a smash matchup. We should be able to control this game from start to finish. It could be actually a contrarian play after you know not a great matchup, not a great game last week was a, a fantastic matchup versus Pittsburgh. I hope you're right. I want to be a little excited. Well, about had this a game. really good game last week. Did he? I didn't think he rushed the ball though. That I thought they didn't run the ball that much. Fournette ran, ran the ball over twenty twenty times. He 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 finishes like the RB five on the week. Okay, so they stick to that. I love that because there's one thing I haven't really seen them kind of stick to. I think that you're right. This Tampa Bay offense got to find an identity. Leonard Fournette's been that identity for most of the season. Probably because it's the player they had on offense. Um, so I like to see see the versus Carolina's defense or team that we don't even know is a real team out there. <laughs> All right, last but not least, who's your defense? So I always go cheap with defense, um, but this time I spent just a little bit more than I typically do. Um, I went with the Broncos defense. I know that everybody's excited, and I I played um, you know one of the positions against this team, but Brees Hall. But I think overall Denver's defense is getting a lot of pressure. This just offensive line is beat up everybody's feeling good about the jets what they are what they can do we're going to see kind of a tough matchup for them we're actually going to be asked to throw the ball or actually you know not just given the game i think the quarterback will be well we'll see if russell Wilson plays or not because it should be a starter yeah but that's um, questionable yeah so i i always don't expect this game to be super high scoring regardless so i think Denver's defense is going to get a chance to get some opportunities to get some turnovers zach wilson's been decent he's got a couple of games where he, the first game back had two you know two picks um Kind of could have turned a couple of turnovers last week. So Zach Wilson's always kind of turnover waiting to happen in this sense. I love him, but that's a, that's a real deal. So I'm going with that. I want on the other side of the ball. I want the Jets defense because whether it's Russell Wilson or Brett Ripon, I don't really care. They're $2,600. The Jets defense is actually playing sneaky well. And Denver Broncos offense is complete turmoil right now. So I'm rolling the dice with a cheap defense against an offense that's been bad. That's okay. A great call. Um, you know, if we look at the, the stats. The Jets' pass defense has been one of the top tiers. Uh, I think it's Sauce has no passes completed against them, only 40 attempts. And even on the other side, I forget the other kid's name is, um, but he's doing really well as well. So the Jets' secondary somehow has been shutting down people on the outside. You can attack them in the inside, but as you, you know, look at Denver, I don't know what's going to happen. So this could be a very ugly, ugly game. So I like and I also think the defense could be a nice. Yeah, player. Russell Wilson can't attack anybody on any side, middle, part, level. Doesn't really matter right now. So yeah, I was I'm going to roll the dice there, especially that pr- cheap price tag. Okay, Chris. So now it's time for the players that didn't make our lineups, but we do like the value on. So let's start off with your quarterback value of the week. Well, I went through my value of the week where I thought it was Geno Smith, um, but another guy I think is a nice value still this week is going to be Jared Goff. Now everyone's excited about Dallas defense. So am I. And Detroit's going to get a lot of give up a lot of sacks, but guess what? They're going to keep throwing and throwing and throwing and throwing. Dan kind of alluded to it before. There's going to be a lot of catch up in this game. One thing that happens to Detroit, it could be third and 17, third and 25. They'll just keep throwing the ball. So as long as the yards are piled up for me, Jared Goff's nice little value where he's got a good floor versus matchup. That was just score points in this game. I like it. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. So my value, because I Matt Ryan would be my cheap value. My quarterback that I wouldn't mind spending up on a little bit would actually be Justin Herbert this week. Even without Keenan Allen against Seattle, 
Herbert is due for a bounce back week. First three weeks, he was putting up plus 20 points every single week. The last two have been kind of iffy, but against Seattle, things can get course corrected in a hurry. Even if he doesn't have all of his weapons back, we'll find out about Allen as a game time decision. But at $7,200, I'm willing to roll the dice on Justin Herbert as, for as far as the quarterbacks that you might be paying up for uh, this given week. Who's your running back's value? So this might be better values cheaper wise, but I think this is a guy that's forgotten about. So I think he's a good value, especially after last week. And that's Zeke. I didn't talk about Dallas and Dak bringing back, but Zeke's looking good at six thousand dollars versus uh, Detroit defense that just gives up gigantic rushing yards constantly every game they play in. I like the opportunity for him to have double digit double digit touchdowns opportunity and be involved, you know, heavily. So I like what I saw last week from Zeke, and I think he'd be a nice value this week. My value for this week, I, I kind of hope I wound up being wrong, to be honest with you, because I'm playing against him in a few fantasy leagues. Uh, but my value for this week is Travis Etienne. He's at $5,400. They're playing against the Giants. The Giants somehow have been either in or leading pretty much all their games. That's why they're 5-1 and one right now. And Travis Etienne, when the game script goes negative, he leads the way. The Giants hemorrhage points to running backs, especially when they, you know, when they rush the ball. So, He's been more efficient as of late. I still don't expect him to take over for James Robinson. James Robinson is going to get more carries, but between his passing usage, his rushing game usage, oh, by the way, I think he's due for a big play. We haven't seen it out of him yet. There's a good chance that happens in this game. So $5,400, I do like Travis Etienne, but for my own personal fantasy football sake, I kind of hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I can't argue there. I, I think he could be a value. It's going to be interesting to kind of see how this week plays out. But I agree, it could have a sneaky value, especially as he's played the last two weeks. Who's your wide receiver? So this was hard for me, but I, I went with Romeo Dobbs. Um, I'm going with him because same, I know he's not, same, by the way. Okay, so <laughs> he hasn't been lighting it up in per se, but Randall Cobb's hurt. Um, the guy has been the, the most targeted guy. Lazar scores touchdowns. Dobbs has the clear role for everything else. Watts is still hurt. Um, Jones and, and Dylan just aren't being utilized the same way in some, for some reason. So Romeo Dobbs is a guy that they made an effort to make sure they got the ball last week. They're going to continue to make the effort to get the ball to Aaron Rodgers until he retires. will probably continue to throw it to Romeo Dobbs. So the Romeo Dobbs to me is still a nice cheap price tag for a guy who could be the receiver one for Green Bay team. Yeah, you said it. no Randall Cobb, no Christian Watson. Sammy Watkins doesn't look like he's going to be ready to suit up this week, as I didn't expect he would. And even last week, yes, Lazard wound up with the good game. And Lazard's always going to have the safer floor because he – He's usually going to be more in line for the touchdown. But Romeo Dobbs still had nine targets. And without Watson, without Randall Cobb, Dobbs will be the one who gets moved around the field a little bit more in the slot, in the bubble screens, things of that nature. He's got a chance to rack up the points. Oh, by the way, he's a guy who can hit a big play too. And he's also due for one. So yeah, I like Romeo Dobbs quite a bit, $5,000. And the match against Commanders certainly helps, especially going up against the Packers offense. That has to get going. If it doesn't happen this week, I don't know when it will. Yeah, my only fear is this could be easily like a 10 9 game. I hope not. Anyway, who's your tight end? <laughs> oh, so my tight end value, which I thought Everett's an outstanding value. Give me one second. Hold on. Um, I like Evan Ingram again this week. Talk about that Jack, the Giants team, you know, talk about ETN and the opportunity he has. Ingram's been a guy who's kind of been quietly having a solid floor, but solid you being used. I talked about earlier about the kind of you know, look your hot reads. Ingram has a game where you're going to look at the hot read, probably going to be asked to kind of be utilized in the red zone. So Ingram's a guy to me with $3,200 price tags and one of the cheap tight ends that might be safer for Cameron Lyles. I got Kate Otten at $2,700. Cameron Braid's out. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, I don't think he's expected to necessarily play. Look two weeks ago when that was the case. Kate Otten had seven targets against the Atlanta Falcons. I'd be curious to see. Brady's looking for a third pass catcher to step up. No Julio Jones this week. He looks like Russell Gage is kind of, I don't know if he's ever going to get healthy or just can't get on the same page with Tom Brady. Either way, we know Brady likes to be able to go to tight end if he can. This rookie has some talent. He has some athletic ability. And now he'll have the opportunity once again against the Carolina Panthers. So at $2,700, it's a guy that a tight end who might be in line for seven to nine targets. I'm going to run. I'm going to take a line on that too as a value play. Yeah, because obviously, you know, Tom Brady's not throw to Mike Evans anymore, so he's looking for somebody else to throw the ball to. So I think Kate Otten <laughs> definitely could take advantage of that. Well, look, when the offensive line can't block, it's check down, check down, check down city. And you know what? Carolina has a decent defensive front. 
at least for the first three quarters anyway. Then after that, they've been on the field the entire game. So we'll see what happens there. <laughs> and Pittsburgh has nothing and still won. So here we go. Yeah, no, valid there too. <laughs> uh, what we're going to do now is take a quick break. Before we do that, though, I just want to reiterate one more time. If you want to get in on the giveaway, the Jamison Williams autographed Alabama jersey, all you got to do, join our free, our free, DFS DraftKings contest. The link is in the comments below. It's also on our social media pages at BellyUpMDFFShow. That's one way. The other way, go to flex.fan slash BellyUpFF. Register for free with the Flex Fantasy app. Then you can go to our direct challenge link or just look for the MDFF show in the arena. If you take me on with your team that you drafted in Sleeper or Yahoo, we'll do it in a best ball format. If you win, your name also gets to go into the raffle. This is the second to last week for the month of October. So everybody, make sure you join in. All we want is your signups and your participation. So we'll be back. Take a quick break. Chaz Flores in the green room already waiting for us. We got our bets of the week coming up. So everybody stay tuned. The MD's Fantasy Football Show will be back right after this. Football is back, baby. And our new sponsor, True Classic, wants you to look and feel your best even after a couple of brewskis or going full force on your fantasy football draft. Sure, it's football season, but it's also butt-to-couch season. Luckily, True Classic has the absolute best-fitting clothing a man can buy. Snug in the arms and chest with a little extra space in the torso, their t-shirts are designed to keep you cozy and highlight your best assets no matter what you're up to. So if your special someone is upset that you're watching football all day, at least you can look good doing it. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men find the perfect fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 25% off with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at trueclassic.com. Almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six packs, but most of us aren't packing anything but a few beers. Fellas, you are wearing the wrong clothes. True Classic tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's time to highlight your best attributes with a t-shirt you can always confidently throw on. It's about time to get your fit together, so upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic and get 25% off at trueclassic.com with promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Free shipping included on purchases over $100. That's 25% off at trueclassic.com with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. If there's one bet you should make this football season, it's on True Classic. True Classic, look good, feel good. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. I think it's time to make some money. Welcome back to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. Thanks for tuning in live on our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe. That way you always get notified when we have new content coming available to you. You can also check us out live on bellyup.tv. If you missed an episode, that's okay. Just download the Foxy Network app on your LG, Samsung, Roku, or Amazon Fire TV devices and look for the Belly Up Sports TV category. All of our episodes are there. Or just stay up to date with the show when you're on the go. And download us on your favorite podcast app. Give us a five-star review. It greatly helps us out. As always, I'm your host, Dan Mater. Joined here at Chris Dowhauer. We just went over our DraftKings lineup cards for you for our tournament but now we have the man, the myth, the legend, the star of the show, Mr. Chaz Filardi from Wake and Bake, baby. We talk about some lock bets of the week with his data. So let's make the money. What's up, Chaz? You know, that whole camera reverse everything is hard. You would think you would figure out which arm you got to use. But you know, <laughs> I've been doing this for 10 years and I still ain't got it. Trained weathermen, we are not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Chaz. So we got a lot to always talk about. So let's just dive into it, and we'll give our little, you know, quick pro pros and our little anecdotes and our little jokes along the way. But uh, I have, I have, uh, I have a stat, I have a data stat for every single team this week. It doesn't wow. always happen, as you know. Sometimes, right? Sometimes I say I got nothing on that one. That means there's a lot of money to be made. That's what that means. So what about with Detroit and Dallas? What we got here? We got Dallas at home minus six and a half points over under at forty. Nine with that game. 
I'm taking the under. I think Dallas's defense is too good, and the offense is going to not be overly aggressive with Dak Prescott's first game back. That game will actually wind up with the under. That's what I'm leaning towards right now. I got a projected score of 24 to 20 in that game. So technically, I'd have the Lions covering too, but the bet that I really want to place on would be the under. What do you think, Chris? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I don't disagree with their, you know, your, your theory. I like the Dallas defense has been really good this year, but I think Detroit, you know, the pace that they kind of play, Dallas was a decent pace too. It's going to be a little bit higher scoring. I think there's going to be a more points scored in this game. Um, I think Detroit, both Dallas and Detroit, both stadiums you play on, there's faster turfs. I think Detroit's going to play well in this game. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be higher scoring. So I actually like the over. Ooh. What do we got in this game, Chaz? Well, Detroit gives up points. It's what they do, and they're very good at it. They're very good. They do it in the first half. They do it in the second half. They're good at it. Now, Dallas in the first quarter is won six of their last seven against the spread. I don't know. How how much first quarter action do you two guys do? I do it when you tell me to. It's it's a different way. It's really a totally different way of watching a game. And it could be instant gratification. You know, uh, I'll give you an example. You get a team where their team totals over a half and they kick a field goal on the first drive and you're sitting there with 11 minutes and 15 seconds left to go in the first quarter and you're already cashed. You know, so if you're not betting first quarters, if you like somebody, don't be afraid. You know, I always tell people, bet on teams you like, like they vote in Chicago early and often. (laughs) All right, I like that one. Let's talk about one of my, oh, we got my first uh, first lock bet here of the week. Lock them in. It's a lock. A lot of people think this is a trap line, but I think it's just a gimme. And that's the New York Giants plus three against the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville right now. I'm not going to feel you know scared by a potential trap here. Like, oh, Vegas must know something we don't. No, 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 no. I'm taking the Giants plus three. I'd be very tempted to take the Giants outright. Here's what I decided. While I'm not a believer in the Giants, and I do think reality will set in at some point, I think they're good enough, coached well enough, most importantly, that they're going to beat up on these lesser teams. Jacksonville's a lesser team right now, and that's why I have the the Giants plus three in this game. Go ahead, Chris. You will not see me betting on any Giants-related things for a long, long time until I – because I feel like everything you're saying, Dan, I want to agree with. But every time I think you figured the Giants out, I think we're wrong. So I think this team has overachieved. Every time I picked against them, they win. I think if I pick for them to win, they'll lose. So whatever opposite is going to happen, should happen, what the Giants will do. That's my problem with the Giants this year. I'm not – I think they're going to – I think the Giants are going to win. So I I don't want to touch this game. What do you think, Chaz? Well, you know, <clears throat> I was looking to see what the team totals were, and it looks like the Giants are going to be under 10. So so here's the data. The data says the New York Giants in the first half on the road have scored less than or equal to 10 in two years. They haven't done it. They haven't scored more than 10 books. How many times are we talking about their unders, right, especially at home? This is on the road, two years, but the problem is – it's it's been ten. The line's been nine and a half. So you're losing. So if if you can get this line tomorrow, and I'm not showing a first half line, I don't know why. Let me try another book while we're talking about another game. But if you can get the first half line uh, under the ten, take it. You know. Okay, that's a good. Yeah, what's, what's a, what is the total for this game? 
First half was 20 and a half. So let me see. I'm going back to another. Cause it's still early. Three. It's still Friday. I'm not seeing any first half lines there either. So uh, they don't have the team totals out. But, yeah, so I to, again, remember, this is the MDs, a special sheet. Nobody else gets this sheet but you two. I don't talk about this in Ohio. I don't talk about this in New York. You're the only guys that I talk about with this sheet. And it's 7 of 8, 8 of 8, 9 of 11, 6 of 8, 7 of 9, you know, 12 of 13. Carolina, guys, we blew it. We should have been fading Carolina since about this time last year. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, Jacksonville in the game, they scored 21 more or, or more in six of seven. Um, so, so yeah, I, you know what? Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I'm touching that game, though one of my handicappers really likes Jacksonville. Okay. Well, to see exactly what happens here. Uh, what about the Washington Commanders of Green Bay Packers this game in Washington? The Packers favored at minus four and a half. So finally a manageable stat line. I guess everyone's tired of betting on the Packers to cover at seven and a half and it winds up blowing up in their faces. The over under is a whopping 41 and a half points. <laughs> That's sarcasm, by the way, if you couldn't sense the tone. <laughs> okay, Chris, it's Taylor Heineke. I'm taking the Packers to cover minus four and a half. It has to happen. It, it, just, it just can't continue. They are the superior team. They're playing with the, against the backup quarterback. It, they have to cover minus four and a half. It just it, they have to. It has to happen. It had to be. This is the back to back. The Giants and Green Bay. That's the two games we're going to go back to back on with me here. Two <laughs> oh, teams by the just way, burn, on, I'm sorry, burn you, burn you, burn you. I didn't hit the drop. Walk them in. It's a. They are one of my lock bets of the week. The Packers minus four and a half. Yes, I've been trying to lock the Packers in all season long. They seem to just find ways to make just befuddle me. Um, I'm going to stick my neck out this one last time for the Giants. I will not touch. I will stick my neck out one more time for Green Bay. I think I think they can't lose this game. Um, Tyreke doesn't bother me so much. But I think that why the Green Bay should actually win is because they can't continue to be so stupid on offense. Right, right. I, I mean, I would think so. I'd like to agree with you. I would think that if they, because that's my whole thing. They get back to running the ball there in Jones. Everything's going to open up, especially against this defense right now. But Jazz, what are you seeing? Well, you know me. I'm a data guy. So if uh, you stink and you stink and you stink, I'm going to assume you're going to stink. <laughs> and, and but he did. Aaron Rodgers went in front of the I don't know State Farm or whoever was behind them, and he said, "We're not very good right now, and if this keeps up, we're not going to win a lot of games." And yet everybody keep making them seven, eight, nine, ten point favorites, and they kept losing on the field every single week. In the second half, they're actually seven for seven. They've lost against the spread in the second half, seven straight games. Now part of that is they're giving too much. Part of that they're losing the games outright. Uh, Washington for the game at home, the last seven of eight have gone under the number. Part of that is that Matt LaFleur can't adjust worth a damn. And that's the other part of that, too. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about the next game. Oh, look at this. I have another lock bet. Lock them in. It's a lock. We're already through three. How about that? Uh, it is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I actually had them locked in at minus 11 earlier in the week. But they are minus 13 now after the Christian McCaffrey trade. And I'm still locking them in. Why? I had this game projected at 27 to 10 in favor of Tampa Bay. This week, yeah, Come on, Chaz, I, I'm not gonna go with there, man. I watched this Tampa Bay team, and I just like Kyle Chas has pointed out, I keep hearing Walker, about teams saying no Chris McCaffrey, we stink, and what we're seeing. I watched Tampa Bay play Pittsburgh, knock the quarterback out, and still lose the game. Like Carolina's offense couldn't move the ball against Alabama right now. I, no, I'm not buying it this week. I mean, the, I think they're going to win still, unlike last week at Pittsburgh, but the 13 and a half parts was giving me caution. I don't want a 13 and a half trade, but it's better than anybody at 13 and a half right now. They're better than Carolina at 13 and a half. We got Chaz. Yeah, Carolina's 12 and 1. They've lost 12 times out of 13 against the spread for both the second half and the game. And, it, you know, I, I would agree that the 17, 17 and a half might be worth playing. Uh, yeah, I, I like actually. It. However, have, however, I, have, I will I, tell you this: it says here Tampa Bay has lost seven of the last eight first quarters. So what does that mean? That means slow start and see, right? Why not try to get that down? If you can get that down to nine and a half from thirteen, just go. because they go fifteen minutes, you know, farting around and Brady's yelling at people on the sidelines, and then they kick it in gear. 
you know? Where's my wife? I don't know. That's why I'm so mad. So, just now walks out walks out the baker. <laughs> this, yeah, that's true too. Turn it the wrestling match we get while we're going out. We get more exciting. We have my underdog pick of the week. Walk him in. It's a the Atlanta Falcons at plus six and a half against the Cincinnati Bengals. The only team undefeated against the spread. And I think they stay undefeated against the Bengals and keep this game within six points. So give me the Atlanta Falcons plus six and a half as my underdog pick of the week. Hey, that's about not being uh, just. You know, one of the guys that's really bothering me this year is Arthur Smith. But you was just even worse than Arthur Smith and some of the other quarterbacks you're talking about. Zach Coach Taylor. for Cincinnati. Zach Taylor. <laughs> so I'm going to go with you, Dan, because they don't seem to be able to beat anybody thoroughly. And I think Atlanta's been kind of feisty no matter what game or how they kind of style the play. They've been feisty all season long. I love that upset bet. Chazzy with me. Yeah, you know what? I, they're 6-0, right? Yep. So I gave out that play. I gave out that play. And I went with Cincinnati on a show earlier today. And guess what I said? But I'm taking them on the money line. Because it's minus 280. I'm going to hook them up with Baltimore on the money line. That may be a segue here for you. I don't know. Uh, and I get uh, I get 80% of my money. So for 10 bucks, I get 8 bucks. It is a segue. Because we are in the Browns and the Ravens as a result. Too well, let me tell you what it says, though. I should tell you what it says. Oh, besides yeah. the fact Please that know. Atlanta is undefeated against the spread, right? Uh, it says Atlanta in the first half has allowed 10-plus in 9 of 10. Cincinnati in the second half has won 10 of their last 11. They've allowed 9 or less in all 11 of them. Wow. That's pretty good, right, to go 11 straight games and not give anybody 10 points or, or more in the second half? Well, this is – look, Atlanta is a team that's not going to win a lot of games. They're going to be under 500. We all know this. But they're competitive every single Six and oh, week. they're doing the most with that point spread you could possibly do with it. Exactly. And that's why you just keep you keep riding the train. And that's why yeah. they're my underdog pick of the week. Yeah. Uh, how about the Browns and the Ravens? So this is in Baltimore. Ravens might be getting a little bit healthier, at least from the receiver standpoint, although it sounds like J.K. Davins might be out for the next four to six weeks after he has knee surgery next week. The line is in favor of the Ravens, minus six and a half. The over-under set at 46. Chris, if I'm betting anything, I'm betting the Browns plus six and a half. I don't think the Ravens right now, with the way they're playing, are six and a half points better than the Browns. Yeah, as you know, you're, you know I'm a Ravens fan. MD Nation knows I'm a big Ravens fan. I'm with you. I don't think they're showing that they've beaten anybody by consistently this. And I have, I'm not really excited about this matchup either. Cleveland's going to be a hard team for them to kind of match up with. And I think the passing attack and running, he could be a threat to them. This game's going to be probably lower scoring. It's going to be a game that I don't think Ravens are going to blow out. And usually when they've been winning, they've been kind of pulling it out at the end until the last few weeks they've been blowing it at the end. But regardless, they haven't been kind of throttling anybody. So I think this is a great game to kind of bet on Cleveland. This is going to be a fast game, too, because there's going to be a lot of running on both sides. Chaz, what's your data telling you? Yeah, Baltimore has allowed six points in their last seven first quarters. Six points in seven games. That's pretty good. They're 6-1 and one against the spread in that time. Cleveland in the second half has lost seven of their last eight against the spread. I took that game in that parlay at Moneyline because I agree with you 100%, Dan. Six and a half, until you can beat somebody, don't try to beat somebody by six and a half. Just try right. to beat somebody. Exactly. Win it. Playoffs. 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 Game win a game. <laughs> so that just reminds exactly. me. Exactly. Uh, all right, so we got the Colts and the Tennessee Titans. This game is in Tennessee. Tennessee coming off the bye week. They're favored at minus two and a half. The over-under set at 42. I am going to take the Tennessee Titans to win this game. And usually, if I'm going to take a team to win the game and they're two and a half point favorites, I'll usually take them at the money line because I'm going to, if a team's going to win, normally speaking, they're going to win by at least a field goal. So I am going to take the Tennessee Titans to win this game, the cover at minus two and a half. I think they are the better team. It's in Tennessee. They've had two weeks to prepare, so I am taking the Titans to win this one. Yeah, I'll defer. To, I'll defer on this one because that's the team. Like, I think okay. I would flip a coin, and we'll, feel, we'll see who wins. <laughs> so yeah. check out this: in the first half, in their last eight games, eight straight games, Tennessee has lost against the spread. So it's just a whole column. You've seen the sheets. Yeah. it's a whole column of L's. Underneath it, it's a whole column of W's. It's amazing. Tennessee is nine and two against the spread in the first half. So I, uh, I'm going to bet the team with the W's. I like. Yeah, that. 
One thing I have to find out, Dan, I'm not sure how the betting works in the chat with the quarters, but to find out if Matt Ryan got to bet on me, yards he's going to get after the third quarter versus the first three quarters because that's when we'll actually see the numbers. Yeah, yeah that's when you got to really go with that live action. In the quarters. They don't really do the yards in the quarters as much, and I wish they did. That's that, They reserve that more for the scoring back and forth. But you could, you could work it into your the live place, of course. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, funny enough, Chris, when we get to the player props, though, I do have Matt Ryan on my list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. The Jets and the Broncos. Oh, don't we just we want to jump all over this game, right? The lowest, I believe it's the lowest. It is the lowest. The lowest over under of the week at 38. And it's basically a pick 'em. Denver Broncos are at home, so they get the minus one. Jets are plus one. If I'm betting anything, I'm betting the Jets right now. Because here's here's why, and I'm not gonna bet a lot, but this is why I would bet on the Jets right now to win the game outright. We still don't know if it's going to be Russell Wilson or Brett Ripon. So that's a really good line to get if it might be Brett Ripon at the quarterback position for the Jets. Well, I don't know, Dan, if you didn't hear, but Russell Wilson has Wolverine blood or something, he believes. That's why he heals so fastly. So I think that's he thinks what? he's going to be out. But his Wolverine blood, as he claimed today or yesterday, yeah. it's just that he, it's why he okay. heals so fastly. It's the Wolverine blood or something. So he'll probably be out there. Does it matter if he's hurt or not? Let's be real. So it, it, I don't know if Ripon will even a, a downgrade necessarily. I think that the game, this game comes down to which defenses will show up. The Jets have been really good. Denver's been really good. I still think Denver sh- could win this game, but I don't want to touch this game. I think uh, Russell Wilson, since he's moved to Colorado, has been a little too wake and bacon for, for his own good. But Chaz, what do you think? Uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time, 8. Pacific, 8 a.m. Pacific, wake and bake this week. We're covering USL soccer, Canadian football. We've got some NFL, and we'll get some more NFL. Uh, what do we got? Jets uh, in the game, they've won five or six, but we know that because they're winning. This is against the spread. Denver at home in the second half has allowed 10 or less and six or seven. Okay. So I'm going with the Jets. I'm sticking to it. Uh, let's go to the Houston Texans and the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders at home here, minus seven point favorites. The over under set at 46, which is, I feel like that's kind of high when, especially when you're dealing with the Houston offense right now. Uh, but I am not going to touch this game. In fact, if I would, if I were to bet on this game, I might throw a few shekels on Houston to cover a plus seven, if nothing else. Houston has kind of turned into Atlanta where they have, been able to keep these games close, even though they shouldn't be able to do so. And the Raiders, on the flip side, they kick more field goals than anybody. They just don't convert when they get inside the red zone. That usually sets up for a team that's not going to win by seven points, even though they probably should. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. I think if I'm going to touch this game, I'm going to touch the Houston side because I think that Houston plays not to lose. The Raiders don't know how to take advantage of that necessarily. It's actually probably their Achilles heel because Derek Carr will lose the game for himself or somebody else will lose the game, and as you alluded to, so that's something I think this game can be very close. Um, Houston's going to muck it up. Jet Raiders will muck it up too. So I think this game, if I'm going to touch it, I'm going to take the points spread on Houston's side. Are you with us, Chaz? Yeah, in the first quarter, Houston is under in six of their last seven. Uh, for the game, Vegas has scored 22-plus in six of seven. I'm not sure if that helps any, actually. Not, well, not for the overall money line, but it does give you an idea of where to bet and when. All right, talk about my team. I only want to talk about Chris McCaffrey. I don't really want to talk about this game. I just want to talk about the fact that we got Chris McCaffrey. That, that's my win for the week because I don't think we beat the Kansas City Chiefs. We're a little bit too banged up. This game's in San Francisco. The Chiefs are favored at minus one and a half. The overrunner set at 49. I would bet on the Chiefs on the money line with that. I would bump it up probably to at least two and a half, get positive odds on that. They win at least by a field goal in this game. I know the 49ers, and I was actually talking to Chris about this before the show. Somehow, I don't know, they all drank from the Fountain of Youth or whatever. Everybody found a way to get some HGH on their hands. But suddenly went from a team that had everyone banged up to, like, now there might be, like, two starters out, miraculously. And everyone was supposed to be out for weeks, but now they're all showing up for the Kansas City game. Not sure how effective they're going to be, which is why I'm on the conservative side of this. Christian McCaffrey's not going to be full ready to go the first week back if he even plays at all. We still have to see exactly how that pans out. So, yes, I'm going to take Kansas City, and I'm going to bump it up from a minus one and a half to a minus two and a half and take them on those odds. I like it going against your team. 
look, I guess they're all excited about the Christian McCaffrey, the Christian McCaffrey high, so to speak. They're going to be returning. going to try to you know, be excited for this week's show off. I'm with you, Dan. I think this is a bad matchup overall for a team that's been beat up pretty yeah. much. They're getting healthier. I think the Chiefs are going to be this, win this game out of the Chiefs this game. Jazz, what do you think? Yeah, on the uh, road, Kansas City has scored 28, uh, 28 points or more in six of seven. And at home, San Francisco has covered the spread in six straight. Yeah, you know what? McCaffrey gets hurt a lot. Now, he gets hurt a lot because he's a focal point of the offense. But guys that get hurt, get hurt. So we'll see what happens. All right. Let's talk about our next matchup. Let's go with the Seattle Seahawks, Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers are favored at home at minus five. The over-under is, I want to double-check this real quick. It is the biggest over-under of the week at 50 and a half. So here we go. We might have a little shootout. Now, it's really sad to say at 50.5 points, that's the highest over-under of the week, and that's the shootout that we're hoping for. Because last year – 2023-foot season. Woo, football. It's it's been absolutely (laughs) brutal with the offense this year. It's driving me nuts. I'm going to take Seattle to cover. That would that would be my bet. And if I knew for sure that Keenan Allen was 100% ready to go, I would take the Chargers to cover minus five. Because I don't know that, and they might be down not just Allen, but down Palmer, down Donald Parham, down a couple guys, and their defense has not been impressive for Seattle to be able to run on them. I'm going to take Seattle plus five here. I'm just going to defer to Dan. He didn't shit on Pete Carroll, and he gave Seattle a team that he picked on him, so I'm just, I was let it fly. It tasted very bitter coming out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, Seattle in the first half has won nine of their last ten against the spread. The Chargers in the first half at home have scored ten or more in 11 of 12. It's a high over, but I think it can get some points in that game. It could be a shootout. Both teams play with a lot of pace. Uh, what we got next, we got the Sunday night game. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers and Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, man, they are really favored with two attack of the vote coming back into the fold. Minus seven and a half, the over-under set at 45 and a half in this game. I will take the Dolphins. They're, my key is not Tua coming back. My key is their defense is getting healthier. So if they come in here and they blitz like they should against Kenny Pickett, the turnover should be there. And I think they'll widen up the gap with Tua on the offensive side of the ball. So I am going to take the Dolphins cover at minus seven and a half. I'm also going to tell you this, and the, the bet I'm actually the most confident about over on the 45 and a half. I have this game at 30 to 24, actually. So I'm sorry, 30 to 20. 30 to 20 is what I have this game at, 50 even points. So I'm really confident on the over for these two teams. What about you, Chris? Well, what I'm really confident in this is my lock pick and my parlay pick. Um, I'm going with you, Dan, on this one. I love, love, love this matchup. Um, I think this is a game that's going to be for me. I think I, I can't believe the spreads this high. I mean, it's just low in a sense where the Dolphins are Tampa. So all you got to remember, you talk about two, you talk about who the defense being back great. Nobody played bad versus Pittsburgh except for Tampa Bay right now. So as long as you show up near the Dolphins and you play and nobody gets concussions throughout the game, you should be just fine. I love them. The cover. I think they're going to be by double-digit touchdowns or double-digit points in this game. So I love both the offense at that point spread. What do you think? What do you think, Chad? Yeah, if if you if you really do like the over, the the data is not in your favor. It's saying in the first quarter on the road, Pittsburgh has scored three or less in eight of their last nine, yeah, and Miami for the game has scored twenty-one or less in five of their last six. We'll have to see which which one yeah. breaks first. Yeah. Exactly. Let's get to our final game and my final lock bet of the week. Lock them in. It's a lock. That would be the New England Patriots against the Chicago Bears. The Patriots favored at minus eight. I don't care if it's Zappy. I don't care if it's Mac Jones. I don't know if the Bears can score more than 10 points in this game. So I am taking the Patriots minus eight in this matchup, and I'm locking it in. Good, Chris. I love the confidence. I think you're super excited over there. I want to have the same confidence. But if I'm going to touch this game, I'm actually going to go on Chicago because I think that point spread's way too high. And the Patriots are kind of living off cloud nine. Everybody's on the zappy love. I think you know, this team's so good. This is going to be an ugly game. It's going to be a low scoring. I think it's going to be very close. I'm going to take. I'm going to bet on this game. I'm going to bet on Chicago with the spread. All right, Chaz. Break the tie. Give us some data. Uh, it says here that Chicago in the second half has allowed nine points or less of nine or the last ten. Uh, of course, though, they don't score, so teams don't really have to score. They just kind of muck around, as you said. New England in the game at home scores 26 or more in seven of eight. How many times 
has that kid started now? Two? Zappy this is his third? Third. Yeah. I don't think he's going to start this game, though. I think it is going to be Mac Jones, from what okay. I'm understanding. And no uh, slash this week. Yeah, no, no slash this week. Do we want to do the parlay first? Or we want to do the prop bets first and then circle back. Do your props first. Do the props do first. Props. All right. All right, Chris, help me out. We got four props here. I got Josh Jacobs, 81 and a half rushing yards. I got the over against Houston. I like it. And while well, I think this game is going to be lower scoring and not an excited game, we're going to see lots of handoffs in this game for both teams to so their backfield. That Josh Jacobs is going to definitely be able to go against that Houston defense that's not good against the run. I told you Matt Ryan was on my list. He is 252 and a half passing yards. I got the over against Tennessee. I'm not going to strongly say yay or nay. I'm just not ever betting on Matt Ryan on anything. (laughs) 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 All right, what about Kenneth Walker? He's got 67 and a half rushing yards against the Chargers. I'm definitely taking the over. I feel like it's like, thank you, thank you, Vegas, for that free money, because I'm 100% with you. I don't know if they made this a while ago. They forgot the guys are going to be a starting running back, but as long as he's out there and you're playing the Chargers, you're getting rushing yards. Chris, I did this last one especially for you, man. Dalton Schultz, 29.5 receiving yards against the Detroit Lions, and I have the over. As long as he's healthy, it should be guaranteed, because his savior is back. That's Prescott. Cooper Rush hated the man. But that Prescott does not. So we when, while I worry about CD Lamb, I don't worry about Dalton Schultz. And he practiced in full this week, so I do expect him to be healthy heading into this game. Okay, we want to let's go to Chris first. Chris, your lock pick for the parlay? I think I, I thought I just got just gave it to you. I think it's um Dolphins. Good pick by six. Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins by seven. Uh, I love this matchup. Like I said, seven and a half. Uh, make it fourteen if you want to. I don't care. <laughs> I do. I'm excited about Tua being back. I like what I saw in the, the quarterback situation with Bridgewater at 300 yards, two touchdowns. Don't forget, you know, this Jets team put up a 40-burger a couple weeks ago in Pittsburgh. Just because Tampa Bay stunk it up last week isn't going to happen again for the 90 this week. I love that. Bet. I'm living on a prayer. But I'm going with the Green Bay Packers at minus four and a half is my lock and pick for the week. What was Miami? Seven and a half. Yeah, I didn't know which way I was going to go because I, I was playing off of your guys. I, I, you know, Tampa Bay is playing a team that got nothing but L's, but it is, you know, two touchdowns, right? I, I think I'm going to go with Tennessee and, and hope that their fact that they're kicking ass in the first half, they could last. I really think if Tennessee gets rolling, they're, you know, they're a team that's supposed to be 11 and 6, right? Well, they're 3 and 2, so they're going to win more games than they're going to lose. So I just talked myself into Tennessee. And I think I'm giving two and a half. Two and a half, correct. Is there like two more franchises so alike, though? Is it just like sickening now? Like, like, yeah, no, no. Again, in those divisions, you get that with the with the Cincinnati and Cleveland and Pittsburgh and Baltimore. You get that same. It's like some of those games aren't even worth watching. That's why I don't pay for Amazon Prime. I can get my package tomorrow. <laughs> Thank you. I don't need it today. I needed it today. Get off my ass and get my truck and go get it today. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, Chaz, you got the Wake and Big Show going on. What are we, what are we looking for? The file is in the Dropbox folder as we speak. Okay. And we have some exciting news because we're working with a, our friend in Nigeria who is helping us with Leaf and Low. And Leaf and Low, uh, Leaf and Low are so much better in front of a camera than I ever will be. <laughs> Now, one more time for the people who might not know, who's Leaf and Low? Leaf and Low are the are, are two uh, signature uh, uh, mascots for uh, Wake and Bake. It's Leaf is a marijuana leaf. Low is the sports betting weekly logo. It really is. Wake and Bake is where sports betting meets marijuana. But come on, guys. It's more of a reuniting. They never, they, they've met before. We did that one funny skit where, where uh, the marijuana leaf is so excited to see the sports betting guy. And he's just wooing over because they're, they're think about it they're both were illegal then they're illegal some places they're not legal other places it's crazy that the like an idiot the two industries that i fell in love with you know it depends where i go i'm a criminal but um he says to him doesn't this guy remember how many times we've met in the past yeah but you're stoned you tend to forget things <laughs> and their favorite place to go is vegas yeah <laughs> and it, it's eight in the morning here in Southern California, so it is wake and bake. There is no ifs, well, ands, or buts about it. 
I'm gonna say, Chaz, nothing beats kind of you know waking, cashing some tickets, and then baking into them yeah. as you look how much you won from the night before. Well, so remember, we right started eight here at Saturday. The games are on at nine, and when the guys are covering college football, you literally, if you're if you better first half and you hit it, you know, you start at eight by ten thirty our time. You cashed a ticket. Yeah, that's a good morning. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chris, we have a big show coming up. Um, of course, we're, we're Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern, all the time. But next Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, we are going to have the MD's Monstars Midseason Award. I want you to talk about it because this is your baby. Sure. So I know everybody, you know, we look at some of the greatest players of all time. And Chaz uses the stats to kind of, you know, project what's going to happen week to week. So Dana and I used to talk about how do we kind of project players who are going to be stars, particularly in fantasy. And I don't know if you guys remember back in the day, a show, a movie called Space Jam, not, not the one with LeBron in it, with, with MJ. There's something called the Monstars. So we came up with the Monstars of fantasy football for you guys. We're going to talk about our midseason Monstars. We're going to go over some of the guys of great all-time Monstars. Let's give you a little sneak peek, for example. When you think about a receiver who's just dominant, scores points from everywhere for the 49ers, What's the other teams? Dallas, Eagles, Terrell Owens, no matter who the quarterback was, because he loves the quarterback, where he played, when you're six foot four, you run like that guy does, like similar to the DK Metcalf or AJ Brown. People can't stop you. And no matter who the best corner is, week in, week out, you produce a fantasy. So what we're gonna go over and talk about a lot is kind of highlighting our favorite guys and also giving you a chance to see some of the monsters of today and tomorrow. That'll be that. And we're also going to add in a little bit, since we're doing a Sunday morning at 11 a.m., that's also prime time, start, sit time. We're going to be fielding a ton of questions. We don't usually do it. I usually try to do it through social media because I'm busy Sunday mornings. But for that show, live start, sit questions throughout the show, as long as we wind up going on. We don't really have a set time for that show right now. So whatever, however long it lasts, that's how long we'll be available for you guys on there, too. So make sure you check that out. That's hopefully be- I was going to say, hopefully after you guys watch the show, maybe you guys suggest some of your fantasy monsters from the past and present for us, as well as to kind of add to the yeah. list moving forward. We want interaction. So ongoing thing. We want interaction. That's why we want you to subscribe to our YouTube channel and comment in. That way you get notified when we have new content. Download us on your favorite podcast app and download the Foxy Network app so that way you can watch the show and all the band. We'll be back I remember. On- I remember one season my son had Megatron, and who was the quarterback for Detroit back then? Stafford. Yeah, Matt Stafford, right. And it was like he won his league so easy because, <laughs> you know yeah, what, they were both. When you're I, six foot five and built like those guys are, that's what makes you a monster. Well, plus, Chaz, I already know what, what season you're talking about because I had Stafford and Megatron that year, too. And it was yeah. beautiful yeah. to watch. It was definitely yeah. beautiful to watch. Well, yeah, a monster sure. always is. It, it is. And that's why we're going to have the show because it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, on Monday, we got the Sunday Fun Day recap on 10 p.m. Eastern. That kicks off our week, so make sure you guys tune in for that. It's just me on those shows. And then same thing on Tuesday. We got the primetime recap. Wednesday, I haven't announced this yet. I meant to do it earlier. I forgot to. I'll do it now. Uh, Danielle Dubois, who has actually been our intern, just got a promotion. She's now going to be co-hosting the show with me on Wednesday night. So you guys get to look forward to that on 10 p.m. Eastern, too. We'll see you guys next week. Everyone, take care and cast some tickets this weekend. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.